This is Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks, and welcome to my podcast series, The Voice of Leadership. Today, we are talking about the part two episode of Observations of Brian Culbertson, and we're focused on business insights. Last time, we did part one of Observations of Brian Culbertson, and our focus was on collaboration insights. So if you haven't heard the collaboration show, please go back and also listen to that. Today, though, we're focused on the business part of it. And what we know is that Brian Culbertson has a show, a free show, every Friday evening on Facebook called The Hang. And he has as many as 3,000 people who will join and listen to The Hang. So I want to talk about the business implications of some of the choices and decisions that he's making, and then have you to reflect on your business and some of the choices you are making as well. This free show, first of all, is offered every Friday night. So there's a consistency about it. It's not that he does a show every so often, and when he feels like it, it's now a phenomenon. So people know to tune in on Facebook, on Friday evening for The Hang. And he's cultivating his audience and creating that expectation. Secondly, he's using an existing platform during this time of the pandemic where people are not meeting live so much for musical shows. However, he has it digitally. He has it online on Facebook. Now, I know that Facebook has been threatening to close down these kinds of musical operations, but for now, the door is open, and until it's shut, Brian Culbertson is making the best of an existing platform. Thirdly, in addition to this free show, he's created something that's called the Hang Club, which is more of a paid membership. So some people are going to listen to the free show, Others may choose to opt in for the paid membership to the Hang Club. Fourthly, there are some benefits to being a part of the Hang Club, meaning he has additional free offers and free shows that he's offering for members of the Hang Club, as well as to those who have purchased tickets to live events that are scheduled to go live next year. And on the free show of The Hang, he promos those other free show events and talks about how a person can be a part of it. So that's number four. Number five, the show is very professional. It is well done. It's not thrown together in a way that, oh, we're just sort of hanging out here and you know, whatever comes to mind. The show has a theme song and it has a format that he follows. And the studio in which he 
produces the show within his home is a beautiful and professional studio with excellent sound quality. He also is able to do special visual effects to be able to show, let's say, for example, the keyboard all around the screen in in four different dimensions and so much more. And Brian Culbertson, just by personality, he's a showman, is the consummate entertainer. So the show is entertaining, and not only does it include him playing his music live, he also is sharing stories between the songs, telling you a little bit about the background and the history of those songs. And another aspect, in addition to it being very professional, as I'm indicating, at the same time, the show has tremendous intimacy. So you feel as though you are at home with Brian Culbertson in a very professional environment at home. And then number six, I would say that this environment is built to pivot when circumstances change. And what I mean by that, should it come to a point that Facebook decides no longer to host such programming, he has already built and cultivated his audience and he can move the show to a different platform at a later time. And I think that's really powerful because in today's world, we don't know when things might change. And then the seventh thing I would say is that there is tremendous audience engagement at each one of these shows. Not only in the middle of the show is there this tremendous audience engagement, there's also pre and post show engagement because he will look at the chat on Facebook, do some shout outs to attendees on the front end, and also some shout outs on the back end. And he might even indicate where people are listening in from. And there's really an international audience that tunes in to the program. So if we think about these business insights that we can gain just from observing how Brian Culbertson is running his business, and keep in mind, though he is an artist, although he is a musician, he still has to attend to the business of music. So here are some questions for you. Number one, what are you doing to keep in contact with your customers? How are you engaging them now? What are you doing that's different from what you did pre-pandemic? Number two, how are you using existing platforms and vehicles to reach your target market, to reach your prospects, to reach your current customers? And what new platforms are you developing? And number three, how's your combination of free offers, maybe low ticket offers, and some higher ticket options for your customers and prospects. What's the mix out there? How are you engaging people from all of those different diverse buckets? There are some people who are going to follow you with your free content for a while, and then others may make a smaller investment, and then others a bigger investment. And the more you have items where people can get to know you and engage you at some of those earlier levels, then you have the opportunity to have them join you at the higher ticket levels. 
Number four, what steps are you taking to show up professionally even if you are working from home? You can still be professional. You can still serve as though you're in a work context, although it's a little bit different from the home environment. So what are you doing to make that professional? And then number five, what else is possible for maintaining and increasing your customer engagement? What else is possible, I say, for maintaining and increasing your customer engagement? So if you would like to talk more about these questions and how they apply to your business, and if you would like a thought partner to think it through with you and together to identify some of your possibilities and some of your opportunities. I am delighted to have that conversation with you. So give me a call and be in touch. As an executive business leader, you have many difficult decisions to make every single day. And it's important to think about How do you develop your people? How do you launch and develop high-performance teams? And how do you create a culture that wins every time? If you would like to take a look at your organization and to talk about the wisdom and guidance that would propel you to create a best place to work and also competitive advantage, then I invite you to apply for a consultation to work with me, go to my website, www.transleadership.com, go to the services page, and under organizational consultation, you will see a tab that says, contact us. That's where you request a consultation. So if you are an executive business leader in a medium to large size company, then I look forward to receiving your application and having a conversation with you. You've been listening to The Voice of Leadership with me, Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks. And I want to give a special thanks to jazz saxophonist Ron McMillan for granting us permission to use his gifted music on our show. Thanks for listening. And remember to go to my website, transleadership.com, for more strategies, insights, and leadership resources.